Not all those who wander are lost. J.R. Tolkien. Welcome to Aegis Travel Adventures. We are Ken and Giselle. We have been to over 100 countries and are still looking to see what is around the next corner. We love wine, travel, and adventure. Listen to our podcast where we share the fun of the magical places, people, and cultures that have touched our lives. Aegis? Hey, Aegis. Hey, travel? Travel. Adventure. Episode 6. Welcome to Ageless Travel Adventures. This is Ken. And I'm Giselle. Today we'd like to talk about yesterday's adventure in Rio de Janeiro, uh, Brazil. Uh, First time for us and it was really good. It exceeded our expectations. Uh, We had a couple uh, opportunities to, within the time frame because the ship got in around 10 and left at 4.30. So it was, it was a short day, but I think we packed a lot into it. The included tour for the day was a walking tour and a, a coach tour. And it took us downtown. We looked at some of the architecture and significant buildings, most of which were built uh, like the Opera House uh, close to 100 years ago. Uh, and they were beautiful and they tended to uh, imitate either the style or the ex- the exact building of famous similar buildings in in Paris or London etc. I think then Brazil was an emerging country uh, everything was new and it, things were exploding and they were trying to make this into a sort of a European style country. One thing about downtown is though the buildings are lovely and um, at one time it was the place where everybody wanted to live uh, and it was just just it was just remarkable as time grew on when their their economy uh, sort of kind of faltered is now not a place that people really want to live in and they're trying to regentrify the area by offering people uh, money and, and some to, to move downtown, which unfortunately means right now there is a lot of homeless people and uh, a lot of people just sleeping and hanging out. And then you are, there are numerous people that come up and ask you for money. And it's a little bit as usual as when you travel to these kind of countries. It's not unusual. Uh, I will say here, I thought the couple of people that came up were a little more aggressive maybe than what as Americans we feel comfortable with. So after walking around downtown for a little while, I think our guide felt uncomfortable. So we got back on the bus and drove around more than maybe he anticipated. And that's not to say that um, the police weren't there. They have numerous... Uh, tourist police in all the popular tourist areas so while we may have been a little inconvenienced with with some of the panhandlers etc we did not feel that we were uh, it was unsafe and we were threatened so the the tour then took us over to uh, Copacabana beach and uh, it was a very long beach Uh, and there's like a mountain range on one side I say a range of rocks going up several hundred feet and the beach was defined by the area in between the two. It was very wide at one point and as it got to the far end it was narrower but lots of white sand and they even had uh, little sprayer hoses along the pass to get down to the water front and where the beach chairs and 
umbrellas were because the sand got so hot it hurts your feet. And I thought that was really a, really a cool extra that you haven't, haven't seen in other places. The beaches were very full, very crowded, but as the gentleman, our guide, was saying that this is a place that everybody wants to go on the weekend. It's a great place for children, for family. They even had um, some families brought um, wading pools for the kids to splash around with, which I thought was kind of funny. You're at the beach and you have the family with their wading pool. But it was uh, it seemed to be a great place to go. Ken and I have talked about we think we'd like to come back. There's a Hilton right on the corner. So we were looking forward to trying to explore that a bit because we really enjoyed the drive. It looked like a place you would want to go and hang out. Supposedly some amazing restaurants. So it's something that Ken and I are going to put on our to-do list. And so we finished the walking tour and um, we asked the the our guy we are, we are wanting to go to Sugarloaf, which Sugarloaf is this amazing uh, rocks, I v guess vertical rock formation. Yeah. Um, and so we were wanting to do that, and we made some planning. So our guide showed us how to get off. We got a cab there, and this is where the story gets a little bit interesting. So, you know, we try to give you tips on how to do things, uh, you know, and save money to make them easier, etc. And here's a, a big tip. There were four ships in the cruise port yesterday. I don't think anybody realized how busy it was going to be, um, including our, our people uh, on the ship. So um, we went ahead and we had done some research uh, on where, what we wanted to do in our free time after we did the included tour, and we, we chose one of two things, Christ the Redeemer statue, which also was like a cable car to get you up there, or Sugarloaf Mountain. And we, we decided we were going to do uh, Sugarloaf uh, because it was more in the center of everything we thought the views would be, would be better. Well, this is high season here, um, like spring break, or I guess for them fall break, and with four cruise ships in, uh, the lines were incredibly long. But during our research, we, we had looked at Viator, we had looked at TripAdvisor, um, you know, to buy tickets, and there, there's other sites, and we were reading about it, and so we always like to go to the actual website where you can buy tickets. In this case, you know, it was the Sugarloaf you know, Mountain Cable Car, and unbeknownst to us, um, they offered on their site a senior rate, which was half price. And even better, they offered a fast pass to avoid the lines. We call the Disney fast pass. Nobody seemed to know anything about that on the ship. And in fact, the ship did a tour that went there. And later when we got back, we found out that the ship tour, people had to stand in line for a long, long time and a lot of the people were starting to feel really hot and overwhelmed. So the, the, the tip on this is, you know, that to do your research, look at the site for the, the uh, attraction you're going to or the, or the transportation option, and always look for senior rates, look for fast passes, etc. We got out of the taxi. We had to ask where the fast pass line was. Um, we said in English, the guy took us right to somebody that knew and took us over, showed us the line, and unbeknownst that, you know, originally Fast Pass was unbelievably fast. We went right up the, to the front of the line and were there only a brief period of time. And a gentleman escorted us to the next leg, which was a lounge. 
and they gave us uh, cold water and, and bathrooms and soon as we were ready opened the door took us to the front of the line at the cable car and up we went I would say you had to wait at least an hour if not longer in the regular line there's actually four lines there there's a line when you get to the to the to Sugarloaf to buy the tickets so that's line number one then there's the line once you buy your tickets to get to the cable car that's line number two then you once you get the cable call up there that's line number three and then on the way back that's line number four so in every line was I again can said at least an hour wait and we're waiting in the sun so this made our day just really really nice because we were didn't have to do that and so um, that's definitely something we would suggest also when we were, Ken was talking about um, doing it with a cruise line now that we've sort of kind of experienced this I think if I'm going someplace and I'm gonna take a excursion with the cruise and it's someplace that's going to be very popular i'm going to ask a question so how do you avoid the tours waiting in line they may not have the answer to that and it may may not be something that they can accommodate on but it's something to definitely be aware of because there was numerous people that we talked to last night that were very upset and let's face it viking is viking cruise ship is not a young crowd so there's a lot of elderly people and some have serious mobility issues or they can't stand long etc so we felt like we by doing just a little bit of research and also navigating the website which was in portuguese and um that was a little bit of a challenge for us though if you you can kind of get what it's saying sometimes when you ask websites to translate they only translate portions of the website so we figured it out and it was no it was no problem had them on our phone so it was it was made a very easy day and because we did this on our own it was a short day yesterday uh, the cruise ship got in at 10 wasn't cleared um, it was late getting cleared by the government officials so our our included tour started late uh, we needed to be back on the ship by 4:30, and uh, we, we got back about 350 with a taxi cab ride from Sugarloaf, and it was about eh, 45 minutes, and the cost was uh, <laughs> unbelievably uh, 11, a little less than $11. So you can navigate around on your own in many cases. You can you can get a higher quality experience doing it on your own, but you have to spend the time, and you know you have to be willing to do that. So we enjoyed it. We got back and, and, and we were lovely. Uh, one thing I'd like to just to note on our last podcast, I made a comment about us possibly getting mugged um, in um, Rio de Janeiro. And I guess what I meant to have said, we were told by pretty much everyone that has been here before or, or things that you've read, that it can be an unsafe city for tourists. Uh, so as usually we take the precautions, no jewelry, one cell phone between us, you know, no, not a whole lot of money, etc. And we had no problems. We felt safe. We were not, you know, any issues. So I guess I should have said. Because we stayed in the tourist areas and that's where the tourist police are. People watching you over. Uh, there's lots of people. If you want to wander off and see, you know, the backside of the city, I would say, it, you know, it yeah, can be more dangerous. It so, can be more dangerous. So I, you know, I should have said we were trying to to make sure we um, took our precautions and took caution when we traveled, and we had no problems. Yeah. <laughs> so we're enjoying this. We have a sea day today, and we are just chilling out, and again, enjoying the lovely uh, the amenities of the Viking ship. And so that's our experience in in. Um, Rio de Janeiro and, and um, I think it exceeded our expectations it's one of the most beautiful cities I think we've been to in the world 
Um, with, beaches were amazing looking. And, 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 you know, the beaches, I don't know how many they have, but they're, most of them seem to be extremely long. And with the rock outcroppings, there's seems like there's little private beaches that hotels have some in some places between the rocks. But uh, Ipanema was right after Copacabana, uh, but uh, A Naturalos Beach was a couple miles from there. The new beach. The new beach. and For some reason, the guy did not want to take us there. We figured a lot of people might have heart attacks. <laughs> but, yeah, there's just beaches, and they are really beautiful here. But the rock outcroppings and the mountains in the back of the city uh, are just incredible. And uh, when we left at 5 o'clock on the ship, and we cruised out of the the bay and out into the open ocean the sun was setting over the city and uh, so we took a lot of pictures which i'll be on our instagram account of our podcast so if you're interested you can look and see our wonderful photography uh thank you to iphones and um we it was just lovely and we would go back again as we said giselle mentioned uh, staying at the hilton and I think we've mentioned before at Iguazu we stayed at Hilton. We are Hilton Diamond members. I think if you're tr doing a lot of traveling like we do, <clears throat> you're probably better served by picking a ho hotel uh, affinity card or program that works best for your needs <clears throat> and trying to stay at those as much as you can. Get the, the points when you stay. So we, we do have a... Uh, American Express Hilton card and we do get lots of points when we, when we stay but we get lots of uh, bonus things we get a free breakfast every morning we get water in the room uh, which in a lot of these countries you don't drink out of the tap water although most of the Hiltons I believe have purified water but we still tend to drink you know the bottled water and an upgraded room usually you, you can request an upgraded room we often get it um, and the other thing is when we use points like we did in Cape Town a couple months ago, uh, we use points, we got five nights for the price of four. And those kind of bonuses when you travel a lot certainly add up. And sometimes, I mean, like I said, the Hilton in Cape Town was lovely and we'll go into that in another podcast. It was a little far from things, but still it was easy accessible. So that's it for this podcast regarding our experiences in uh, Rio de Janeiro. Now we're going to talk about um, our, tr our tip of the day. So this is my tip um, of the day is look at, again, when you, when you start to travel, one thing I think is found is certain apps for your phone. Uh, most every phone these days has an opportunity for you to look, whether it's an iPhone or a, you know, a Samsung, etc. And I found, like, for example, using the World Clock Phone, uh, is a, a really helpful for me for someone who doesn't always keep track on what time zone we're in or more importantly what time zone in our family is in so that this way it'll tell me that to call our children or to call somebody at our time at five o'clock it's four in the morning there they're not going to like you so much so um, this way we can bug our children effectively and we can send them all our ways our amazing photos um, at, at our leisure and that way we'll know when they're going to get them etc so again I would look at things that make make the help make your travel easier. The World Clock app is just an easy one to download. And here's Ken's tip. Oh. So my tip is related to the fast pass we had uh, earlier. Is, is do some research, look for senior rates if you're a senior. Um, if there's fast passes, you know we go to the app where we're going to buy 
uh, or the, the attraction website. to their website to confirm that if we're using a TripAdvisor or Viator or Rome to Rio site to buy a ticket, we're getting the best deal and the most options. And in that respect, um, at the end of this trip, we're, you know, when we get off the, the uh, boat, we're going to be doing some ferries in the Balearic Islands. So Ferry Hopper is a really good app to get uh, on your phone. You can get discounts, but the same type of thing when I was looking at this, I had a bunch of apps and I could pay more money, but I found a senior rate through Ferry Hopper, and then I found that there was an upgrade so you could get a lounge experience. And I get, I signed up for the newsletter and I get discounts periodically for, you know, different ferries, but it's, it's something that will help make your trip cheaper and I think a little better. And Ken and I are always up for the lounge experience. So again, thanks for listening and we'll talk to you soon. See you now. Bye. Angels. Angels. Travel. Travel. Adventures. Adventures.